When you delight in God, your desires change. Success Forces Part 21, What You Want. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today our main scripture comes from Psalms 37.4. It's a scripture you've heard multiple times. It simply says this, Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And we're in a series right now, the second part of this series called Success Forces. And today we're going to be talking about the success force of what you want. The success force of what you want or what you desire. There is a Netflix series called Lucifer. It's about the devil. It literally is about the devil. And Lucifer, to be honest about it, it's a well-produced series. There are two religious series. One is Greenleaf, which is about the church, and the other is Lucifer, which is about the devil. Lucifer is better. And to be honest about it, they have produced Lucifer so that you leave with a better spiritual feeling than you do after watching Greenleaf. Because Greenleaf deals with the real stuff that goes on in the church, and they have somehow glorified Lucifer. But it's the deception, and it's the way of the world. But, But one thing about Lucifer... Lucifer has this supernatural ability. And when Lucifer looks at a person, he has the ability to look into their eyes and ask them this one question, what do you desire? And when Lucifer looks into the person's eyes, they are compelled to tell the truth. And Lucifer is working with the police department. He's working with this detective who he's fallen in love with and all this stuff. So he goes with the detective and and every time they get to a suspect, Lucifer can ask the suspect, what is it that you desire? And in every case, what they want is not what they say they want. The real desire is different from what it appears. AV department, if you would play this clip from Lucifer. Tell us, Melvin the Magnificent, what is it you desire? I yeah. want yeah. a 1941 Pontiac torpedo. <laughs> Eight cylinder engine, 103 horsepower, zero to 40 in under three minutes, and Surprisingly affordable. Now, (laughs) he does that in every episode. He'll look into a suspect's eyes and ask them, what do you desire? And they just can't help it. They just tell Lucifer what they really want. And always tell him when they finish, I've never told anybody that before. 
So this was one of the episodes of where he actually was telling a story, and it was back in 1940-something. So the man says, and it's interesting how he wanted a car, a 1941 torpedo that did zero to 40 in less than three minutes. And now, see, for all of the hot rodders, my kids, now look at all these cars about whether to do zero to 60 in so many seconds. And, and how back then, if you could just get from zero to 40 in under three minutes, you were blind. And this is what he wanted. But he hadn't told anyone what he wanted because he was some type of wizard and like he was all spiritual and all this kind of stuff. But what he really wanted was that 1941 torpedo. So one of the challenges that we have is with the success force of what you want is to really understand in life the question that Lucifer asked so many people. And see, the program Lucifer is built around a lot of stuff, but that's the way satanic stuff, it, it mixes truth and fiction. But the devil does know what you want. And he is a master of satisfying your desires to get you corrupted and to get you into hell. That's why when you look, what do you want? I want you to just look at the person next to you and ask them. Don't ask them what do they want. Ask them what do they really want. See, that's a different question. See, what people will tell you they want Oh, my goodness, I need to get some soap and clean up some of them. I mean, some of this stuff of what folk really want. Woo! Woo! See, when you ask the question of what do you really want. But see, all of our actions, thoughts, motivations, they really operate not off of what we say we want. They operate off of what we really want. And when you can line up what you really want, there's a power and there's a force behind it. But most of the time, people don't really admit and sometimes have not even consciously stated what they really want. See, in order to succeed, your desire for success should be greater than your fear of failure. But what do you really want? I was counseling and working with a person and and they would start off on one project after another, but they would always quit like when the thing was about to take off. And they came to me and said, Pastor, you know, I really, now that I've kind of analyzed and looked at my behavior and looked at my life pattern, they said, I really believe I have the fear of failure. So what they wanted and what they really wanted was totally different. They were telling me I really want success. But when they really looked in the mirror and really looked into their heart, they had to admit, I have a fear of success. He said, I have a fear of success. So they didn't even want the success. And you know, sometimes, as crazy as it may sound, some people want to be sick. They want to be sick because they like the sympathy. They not like the excuses. They like the old polar thing. Some people want to be sick. It's why... I could never understand why people cut themselves. But it's a big phenomenon. And I really saw it clear when I was donating blood in another state. And they had this little thing. You have to take your iron level. They prick your finger here in Georgia. And they'll take your blood to check your iron. Well, I was in this other state. And they had this little device. They just wrap it around your finger. And it read your iron level. 
I said, my goodness, they need that in Georgia because I don't like that finger prick. I said, this is phenomenal. Nobody will have to get their finger pricked if they come in here in this position. She said, oh, no, 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 no. I have a lot of folk come in here. Ask me, can you please prick my finger? I'm saying, what? They said, yeah, they don't want the little thing that just wraps around your finger. There's no pain, no nothing. They want me to prick their finger. I'm saying, what kind of foolishness is that? Who would want pain? But that's why sometimes what you say you want and what you really want are two different things. Have you ever noticed sometimes people will get in one abusive relationship after another? And you see, it look like if you've been beat up in this relationship, why would you go to another relationship and another relationship and another? Why would you keep getting in all? Prick my finger. And sometimes what people really want is to be cut, to be stuck, to be slapped, to be beaten. Now, it may sound crazy, but sometimes what people really want, they don't want success. Sometimes if you've been used to so long for being broke and having nothing in the bank, you don't feel right with something in the bank. So your subconscious behavior will take you to where you're going to stay broke. There's something about it. You just can't keep it in there because you don't feel right. What I really want, I know I say I want some savings, but what I really want, because I've seen my daddy broke, I've seen my mama broke, I know all my friends around me broke. What I really want is just to fit in with everybody. I really want to be broke. What you say you want And what you really want. So the question becomes for all of us. What do you really want? Denzel Washington says this. He says, true desire in the heart for anything good is God's proof to you sent beforehand to indicate that it's yours already. But you know that verse, a lot of people get confused about that Psalms 37. I've heard people ask when he says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And they say, I got these desires. Why hadn't God given them to me? Because you ain't delighted in God. First of all, when you delight in God, your desires change. And what you really want when you desire and you delight in God, what you really want changes. You no longer want the pinprick. You no longer want the cutting. Many times you no longer even want the 1941 torpedo. When you delight in God, your desires change. Do you know all marketing is primarily designed to make you desire something? And the average person will see between two to 3,000 marketing pitches every single day. By the time you leave this church, you're going to see billboards. You open your phone, you're going to see ads. You watch television, you see commercials. The average person sees about two to 3,000 pitches a day. All of them designed to make you desire. None of them are designed to keep you satisfied because you can't sell anything like that. It's got to make you want to buy. So all of them are designed. You know, when I travel now, do you know the most common billboard out now? are legal billboards. And let me show you how this is shaping folks' mind. It's the most common, no matter what state I'm in, the most common and the most prevalent billboards are lawyers advertising big settlements. 
I got $500,000. I got $3 million. See such and such. He'll get you big money. Now, this is the problem. And it's how minds are getting programmed. So you see all these billboards and people say, oh, I want that $500,000. I want that $3 million. The problem is you got to get messed up to get that money. <laughs> see, that's the problem. By the time you get a $3 million seven, oh, you messed up. I mean, you messed all up. So by the time you get a $3 million settlement, you is all messed up. And this is the way the world programs us. And I'm seeing all of these billboards, and it's going into people's minds. And they're thinking, oh, I can get all this money. 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 And some folk are actually going to drive into a wall or may drive into your car thinking about they can get this money if I get all messed up. And we don't understand what we want and what we really want. And this is the way hell works. This is the way Lucifer works. They'll give you the billboard about the $3 million. What they don't tell you, yeah, I'll give you this. But you're going to be all, and the world won't use the word messed. You're going to be all blanked up. So, this is what we see, and this is how it programs our minds. What do you really want? So every time I see those billboards, I don't want any part of that. I don't want anything to do with what they are trying to program into my mind. I want nothing to do with that. Lord, keep me safe. Keep me protected. Surround me with your angels. I will have nothing to do with that. So you've got to understand how the world programs. And Satan is so good at looking into your heart and saying, what is it you really desire? Because I got it. I got this $3 million for right here. Do you want it? And the problem is, because of the programming of the satanic world, and it's nothing new. They had billboards long before they ever had billboards. Satan's tactics are still the same. Find out what they want, twist it up, and give it to them. And make them pay a price that they don't realize how much it's going to cost them. That's been his tactic from day one. Hasn't changed. Lucifer, no matter how he's presented, is still the same. What do you want? Stephen Rice, a professor of psychology and psychiatry at Ohio State University, spent five years developing and testing a new theory of human motivation. The result of his research is published in the book, Who Am I? The 16 Basic Desires That Motivate Our Action and Defined our personalities. After conducting studies involving more than 6,000 people, Rice had found that 16 basic desires guide nearly all meaningful behavior. Now, back when I was in school, and traditional psychology has what's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Anybody who's taken psychology, you're familiar with that. And he had things divided into five basic categories from the physiological safety, love and belonging, esteem, and ending with self-actualization. Well, Rice took it much further than that. And he found that there are 16 basic desires that drive all human behavior. And these 16 desires, power, independence, curiosity, acceptance, order, saving, honor, idealism, social contact, 
family status, vengeance, romance, eating, physical exercise, and tranquility. Rice said with all of his studying of all of these thousands of people, everything folk did rooted out of one or more of those 16 basic desires. Now, when you put God in those desires, everything comes into line. There's nothing wrong with the desires. What's wrong is when the desires are void of God. The first one, power, which is the need to control. There's nothing wrong with power. Philippians 4.13, the verse we all know. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. That's power. I can do everything through Christ that strengtheneth me. The problem is when we want power without God, it makes a difference. Independence. All of us want to be sometimes self-sufficient, but do you know there is no independence without God? And we want to be our own person, and society now has gotten it where... Everybody want to be independent and powerful. This stuff just don't work like that. Marriage can't work like that. You can't be independent. Well, you can be, but your marriage is going to be cold as a block of ice. You can be. And then again, somebody got to have the power. The problem there, everybody want power. And when you got everybody want power, you're going to have what's called war. See, when you take these desires and when you take God out of the desires, that's why you start getting all this stuff. I want to be powerful. I want to be in charge. I want to be independent. I want my own money. Why do you need your own money? If you got somebody willing to provide you, why do you need your own money? And see, that's the way it is even in the church. I want my own money. I don't give me this to God. This is my own money. So the mentalities, they transcend And there's nothing wrong with the desires. It becomes twisted and satanic when you take God out of it. And when you take his word out of it. Curiosity. The need to gain knowledge. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So when you start to go get knowledge without God, the knowledge becomes destructive and you get Hitler. They were the most advanced scientists on the planet, but they took God out of their science. So this is what happens when you take God out of your desires. Acceptance, the need to be appreciated. That's why when God is your daddy, who else? But you got to understand you have a loving father. Sometimes all of us will at points feel like we are alone. And that's one of the big tricks of the devil is to make you feel isolated and you are alone. God is your father. There are no fatherless folk. All of us have a heavenly father. And the earthly father may be a little shaky. But all of us have a heavenly father. Order. We all want order. The need to be prepared, established. When we follow God's word, it is the ultimate order. I had to go and read part of his stuff to find out what he meant by saving. I mean, are you talking about saving folks' soul? No, that's not what he was talking about. What he was talking about, the need to accumulate something. And I understand the principle of saving, that you want to have something for a rainy day. You want to feel secure. But there is no security like God. That's why Jesus said, don't even store up treasures on earth where stuff can happen to it. Put your treasure in heaven. So the closer you get to God, it changes the very nature of these desires. Then it even had that vengeance in there. Do you notice a lot of people are motivated by that vengeance because... There's nobody under the sound of my voice who has not been done wrong by somebody. 
And when we get done wrong, we just want to get even with them folks. That's just all it is to it. We want vengeance. God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I have seen that. I have to, I have to understand that. I've ingrained that in my heart. It's a lot of situations in life. God told me, look, I'm going to handle that. You ain't got to worry about it. I'm going to handle that. I'm going to take care of them. Don't worry about them. You just do what I tell you to do. Don't you worry about trying to go back and get even with them. See, when vengeance becomes a part of our motivating desires and we forget God's word, all 16 of these things, and it ends up with the last one was tranquility or peace. You know the billboard that goes, or bumper sticker, that says, No Jesus, K-N-O-W, No Jesus, No Peace. Then N-O, No Jesus, No Peace. Without God, there is no tranquility. Because a lot of the sense in your logical mind, a lot of this stuff in the world, you will not be able to make sense of. You got to have a supernatural understanding. A lot of times God just told me, don't worry about that situation. I got that. By all logic, don't look like he got it. Stuff be going haywire. And by all of the logic, you sure you got this? Don't look like you got this. This stuff going crazy. See, it's just like what's going on right now around the world with all this stuff. Doesn't look like God got that. But God's got it. So when he's got it, because you cannot see beyond just your own little sight. But God sees millennia. God's got it. And when you know two things, that God's got it and God's got you, it gives you peace. And it changes your desires. So I hope that dealing with this message, you'll be able to go and look in the mirror and ask yourself, what do I really want? And if the answer to that is not in lines with God's word and his spirit, that we begin to work on changing our desires. And I can tell you, when you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart because the desires of your heart will be towards his delight. Not all of the worldly stuff. Not all of the stuff that Lucifer promises you. Not that 41 torpedo. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't get a 41 torpedo. It doesn't mean that. But what it does mean, you will delight yourself in the Lord. What do you really want? You can go to brothersoftheword.com and listen to this entire message in its entirety. And also... At brothersoftheword.com, we have a feature that the streaming site constantly streams audio 24-7. There will be random messages that will play. So if you're ever needing to listen to anything, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep, you can go to brothersoftheword.com and click listen live or watch live. And actually, there will be a sermon that will be playing. Immediately after the live stream goes off, give it about 60 seconds And another sermon will come on. I don't know what sermon comes on. We don't choose it. It's chosen for you. Or you can go to botw.live if you just want to go there straight. If you can't, don't want to type in all the botw.live, it'll take you straight to the streaming site. It'll always take you straight to a sermon 24 hours a day. So anytime you need to hear the word of God, whether you're at your computer, whether you're on your phone, you can go to botw.live. There will be a live, well, it won't be live, but it'll be life. And you'll be able to hear that sermon at any time, 24 hours a day. I thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com.
This was part 21 of the series titled Success Forces, subtitled What You Want, by Nathaniel Bronner. This sermon is number 5890, that's 5890, to listen to thousands of free sermons or to send this sermon number 5890 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh, brothers of the word.